Podcast friends, my name is David Lee, and you're listening to the Inspire Design Create Podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories, and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking, and starting your own business together. Let's go. Mic check, mic check. Alrighty. Podcast friends, what's going on? We are back, brand new episode. Uh, today we're talking about how editing will make you better, right? Will make you a better, um, make you a better filmmaker, a better creator, a better cinematographer, a better, a better DP, a better visual eye, right? And there's that phrase that says, um, "Shoot for the edit." Now that doesn't apply to everything, but if you uh, if you shoot a lot of like branded content, a lot of docu follow stuff, um, maybe it's it's like an event where you have to edit afterwards, right? Um, when you think in terms of editing, then you can start to kind of, um, you already have the pieces of the puzzle together. You may not necessarily know exactly where each uh, each piece goes or, you know, this if this piece goes first, if this, this piece goes in the middle, this piece goes last, but you already have an idea that you feel confident you have all the pieces of the puzzle. Uh, whereas if if you aren't necessarily shooting for the edit or if you aren't thinking about the edit, then you may not get all the pieces of the puzzle. Right. And, I, and I've been there before and I'm pretty sure some of you have been there as well. Now, how does that translate to um, the work that you do? Right. So, again, say you do a lot of like branded content. Um, there's there's some sort of story that you're creating. Right. It could be um, it could be a personal brand. It could be a large brand. Right. Maybe they have uh, an influencer. Maybe it's a VP of the company. Someone someone that is like a VIP. Right. A very important person. And you are you are tasked with creating a story about this person. It could be in relation to a product coming up. It could be in relation to um, the service that the that the business or the brand provides, right? And you need to be able to create some type of uh, flowing story from it, right? How is editing? How is getting better at editing going to support you in uh, again finding those pieces of the puzzle together, right? And one one thing that has helped me in the past, and and hopefully it, it's it's something that you guys have been already thinking about, or it's helped you in the past as well too is looking at like the totality of things in terms of uh, in terms of coverage right uh, there's many times where you may have found yourself lacking a, a wide shot or lacking a a macro extreme close-up shot uh, maybe it's it's camera movement right maybe you've been doing a lot of stuff on a slider or on a gimbal um, or on sticks right and you're like man I wish I just had a couple of, of handheld shots here and there, or maybe it's opposite. Maybe do a lot of handheld stuff. It's like, man, maybe I need. Maybe it would be great if I could uh, change up my my camera movement style, right? You know, adding like a little as you're floating to the right, add a little, you know, uh, a tilt uh, from a tilt down to a tilt up or, or opposite, something like that, right? And it, it's I, I think I think where where the where the motivation or the inspiration is coming from is really just to be able uh, to give yourself a little bit of an edge or a little bit of an advantage from from the normalcy of what we do, right? Because a lot of the stuff that we do is. I mean, it's not automated, but it's sort of it's sort of like you've done it before. You're being asked to do it again because that's what the client wants, right? And and you kind of get into a zone of like, man, I've been doing doing the same thing like the last ten jobs, you know. And at least for me, you you kind of start to you start to kind of get content because you're like, okay, well, I'm still being hired for the same stuff. Um, 
I'm just going to do what I know I can do, right? And nothing wrong with that. Um, but I feel every time on set, try different things, right? Try different things, whether the editor is going to use it or not, or if you're the one that that's editing, um, whether you use it or not, uh, there's going to be a point in time where, where the next job, you're going to be like, oh, you know what? I remember I did this one shot last time. I think this was going to work for the edit for this one, right? And it's always, it's, it's sort of like, the uh the professional athlete and sometimes professional athletes and you know, they get to a point where where they feel like they're lacking in some in some spot or they need they need an edge they need an advantage and so they start practicing different techniques practicing different moves right and they add that to their arsenal same thing when you're looking at things um in regards to the edit right it's like hmm i wonder what else i can bring to the table that can help the edit out and again, that makes you a better creator. That makes you a better, uh, a better cinematographer because it's going to challenge you in regards to um, your ability to work with blocking. It's going to it's going to challenge you with your ability to um, shape available light. Or again, if you if you are able to light a scene or a location or a studio, right? How is it going to challenge you in that in that uh, in that regard? And challenges are, are good because challenges challenges make us better. They help us grow. They allow us to expand our creativity, right? And, and we're always pushing, pushing the bar. We're always elevating the bar higher and higher for us. Um, and so think about the edit, regardless of whatever project you're on. It could be narrative. It could be documentary. It could be branded content. It could be show reel, whatever it is, you know? Uh, narrative, I, I think, again, think about the edit, right? Because uh, there's, been, there's been plenty of directors I've worked with on different shorts and you know uh, they may not necessarily be inclined to get coverage, right? They just want something to play out uh, all like in a wide shot, right? And I think that works for certain scenes and for certain scripts. It doesn't work for every script. It doesn't work for every scene. Um, so if your if your intuition is telling you like, hmm, you know, like you probably should be getting some coverage right now, you know. If that's your intuition, then make sure you communicate that with with the director and say, "Hey, you know, for the edit, I don't I don't necessarily know if if a wide is going to get you everything, based upon the emotions happening, based upon the blocking, based upon what I'm seeing through the lens right now. I think you actually might need coverage, you know, because what happens in the past is the director will say, "Oh no no no, we're good we're good." Like, okay, all right, you know, like you made your point, right? You you expressed your um. Uh, your little warning signals, I guess, right? And uh, and okay, you know, no worries. We'll just keep on going. And then a week later, oh man, you know, I wish we had coverage. Could you? Could we get a pickup shot? And it's like, you know, why don't you just why don't you just listen to what I said in the first place, right? But anyways, like that is neither here nor there. Uh, but so think about things in terms of the edit, right? Maybe you're just starting out and you're still doing events, you're still doing weddings, uh, uh, you're, you're capturing little seminars, whatever it is, right? Again, think of think of things in terms of the edit. And also, um, if you are editing things still, you know, how, how has editing helped you improve your on-camera presence, right? How has it helped you improve upon making projects better just simply through the edit, right? Uh, how long is this? Seven minutes? Short, yeah, whatever. We'll just keep it there, right? Otherwise, I'm just otherwise I'm just gonna be ranting on more things. Um, all right, that is it for for this short and sweet, simple episode. Again, right, right. Just look at things in terms of the edit, because I guarantee you, there's gonna be a point in time in the future where you wish you had gotten a wide shot, you wish you had gotten a close up shot, you wish you had um, 
done more more slider stuff or more gimbal stuff or more handheld stuff right um and the way things are going right now is is i mean there's a lot of content coming out from vertical stuff to 16 by 9 stuff to long form stuff again the the implosion of like short form stuff and tiktok stuff right a lot of content out and editing camera movement cinematography right all of it together is what's going to elevate um the projects to a greater height right and hopefully we can get to a point where everyone's stuff is looking really good really polished um anything new i recently rented an fx3 for a corporate shoot uh just to use as a b cam into my fx9 and i was not impressed um with really with the image uh, the dynamic range seemed lacking um on on my end it kind of reminded me of like my old a7r mark ii nothing wrong with it um but again the dynamic range just isn't isn't as close to the fx9 as i thought it would be as well colors too color wise like skin tone wise it it, it it's a lot more um it, there's probably a lot more crunch in camera just because of the, of the lack of the or not the lack of dynamic range but like the um uh, just just a separate dynamic range from the FX9, and also just the, the colors too were were different, you know. So I I, I ended up having to uh, color correct and match the FX3 to the FX9, which kind of a bummer because I was looking at getting the FX3, but now that I used it, you know, it, it's I don't know if it's necessarily worth worth it um, to get it as a B cam to my FX9, you know. Um, so if any of you were looking at the FX3, maybe as an A cam for sure, you know, because then that's the only camera you have. Uh, I, th I think it'll be a little a great little eight camera, um, but I don't know. I think I think there are better options from like Blackmagic and from Panasonic. To be honest, uh, if you're if you're looking at getting like an eight cam, you know, um, anything new? Where we are? This is the first of October, and man, talk about you know end of the year and things going by, things going by fast. So you know we'll see how the rest of the year pans out for all of us. Uh, but again, if you like this video, if you like this uh, episode, please. Uh, what am I seeing? Uh, please rate it on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I'd appreciate it. Subscribe to the podcast always so you are notified of uh, new podcast episodes coming out. Uh, we do have interviews that are that are uh, coming your way. I think the next uh, I think the next episode should be an interview, uh, and and hopefully we get more more interviews for the rest of the year because I definitely want more variety on the podcast. All right, that is it for me. Um, share with your friends, your homies, your homets. And I'll, I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode. Ciao.